Hello fighter at Warriors, I'm walking around with my laser on and I have my decaf coffee, so I'm preparing for my luxury, you know? <laughs> I love our insider information. We know, for instance, when I saw uh, my glass bowl is broken, you know what I did? Well, I duct tape it because that's how I am. And then I saw it says duct tape. I always thought it was duct tape. And then I thought about you guys, my ducks, my eagles in the making, my eagles, and we all duck it up all the time. <laughs> So, today I want to talk about when I was into bodybuilding, starting as in training for bodybuilding. There was no drug game, there was no, I did this in the past, but not anymore. It was just the same training and eating, but build the body. To shape it up, because you gotta build it or you have nothing there to lean out. And I remember that I came into the time in life where it wasn't popular to be a bodybuilder. The 80s were over, and now all of a sudden people just don't do it anymore. Time after time, people told me, go to America to be a fitness star, to compete, to bodybuilding. Yeah, nobody does that. And I was so disappointed because I felt like, wait, did I, did I live in the wrong era? Like, should I have, did I miss the train? That's how it felt in the first start. And then over time, I realized, well, I'm not, I'm not into what people do. I do what I do for myself. So that became how, you know, that going from this is what I want to do versus what are you going to do in the world that other people are preoccupied? What is the trend? What is people preoccupied? What is the focus right now? And for me, that was when now you should tone down, you shouldn't have muscle. It was about shaming women for having muscle because every woman popped too many steroids and now they look like men. And at that time, that wasn't what we could accept. But now in 2024, you can choose whatever gender you want. So, hey, and my policy, I couldn't care less about how you identify yourself. Because for me, tell me how I'm supposed to tell what you are. And then that's it. Because for me, I don't need to have my opinion to told you, tell you what you are. You can tell me what you want to be and I just have it. Because for me, it's not a matter of having to be right or say, well, that's not the way. Because one of my favorite mind games to play, Alexa, stop. One of my favorite mind games to play is the tolerance game. And that is when I, on purpose, start with my own opinion about how my worldview, how I see things, my principles. And then I love to kind of test myself to ruffle my ego to see how much tolerance and understanding can I have and still not have a fight in myself. So it can start very lightly, you know, but that I don't do fasted cardio because there's no, I mean, if I do fasted, it's because I don't eat that early. There's no reason for me to do fasted cardio, for instance. So when it comes down now to life and all the things we do, it's so easy, it's so nice when you realize that if you just give up on your reason, you need to be right and tell people how you feel about things, about them, you kind of have a really good work life and a, and a great life in general. Like even me as a loner, like I have no problem with people. I just don't want them too close around 24-7, right? Like I like the sun. Far away so you can see them and, you know, admire them and, and enjoy. But you don't want to be too close. It gets you so burned. It gets so hot. When then I started my journey and it was suddenly that you're not supposed to do bodybuilding. Do you think I changed my mind and didn't want to do that anymore? No, because I understand and understood that the same routine was what I was doing, building my body for another division instead of bodybuilding. So they just 
had a new name, you know, that that became fitness figure. That was the bodybuilding in the 80s. Now it's fitness figure. And then that will change too, because that is how it evolves. And today, two things were funny. One was, I saw a post about uh, someone asking about the competition, if they're going to keep on going, because it's kind of sad to see all these federations go down. And this was a female competitor. I have to put the light. Oh. Gotta do my thing. It's gonna go off here again. So I'm gonna do it. Welcome to No Frustration Life. Don't get frustrated, probably nobody wants to hear you bitching. No, me neither. Okay, I'm 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 hooked up again. So she asked me, uh, well, she asked us a public post about, do we think that the pageants are going to come back? And she was sad. And then I thought, like, why would we want to have pageants? She didn't say pageant, that was me, as a beauty pageant, because that is what it is. You have to understand that all these goals about bodybuilding competition, fitness competition, physique, everything that is subjective is not really a sport and you can't win, which is really good for you who believe who is going to be about fairness in bodies. If you believe that you're going to compete and it's going to be fair to compete, you completely forget this is art. Try to compete in art. Try to compete in music. I did that when I was a kid. Talent shows. How the heck do you do talent when you have all kinds of music areas, right? Of course, if you don't have musical talent, <laughs> we can tell. But either way, beauty is such a thing that since it's an eye of the beholder and the beholder must be you because if you can't see it you are having such a bad life in general because you're gonna see everything that isn't pretty and you're gonna be the ugliest object of them all because that is usually how it is you're gonna by not being able to see the beauty as a principle to just hold on to to align your mind with the rest that if you can't see that it's about a policy to understand that beauty is something that you might just think is a certain shape of a goal, but that's because you've been culturally conditioned to see it that way. So you and I all have listened to the same policies about women, what we should do, how we should think and dress and so on. So this morning I'm looking, I'm just, just eyed by the news on my elliptical here. And it was a weather report and I watched and I saw the women in high heels and I just thought that I know us women we love to look great and we kind of just love the heels and I did too and somehow deep down I'm just now in hindsight thinking that how ridiculous that I did, I did that but it wasn't really what I wanted. I thought I wanted because that's what I was told until I realized and that's so interesting to think that you all think I'm so strong-minded right? Yes I am but I am not to the level where I would even not even realize this because I am too the same human and the same culture and the same instilled messages that I have to solve out and that is what I do because I make it my mission to make sure I'm not following the herd I don't listen to the herd because if I do I'm gonna feel like I cannot be happy the way I want to be because they don't allow it the world isn't giving people a, a kind of a ticket to be happy just the way we are because apparently if you're not pretty enough if you not look a certain way if you don't have the career the spouse the house and everything then you're nothing and then that 
being nothing is so hard for you that you can't handle it. So you keep on conforming. And that's what I don't. Because for me, my worst nightmare was to conform. To be like everyone else. To do whatever. That was my biggest nightmare. That I get panic attack. When I was 19, I had panic attacks because I didn't understand why do I have to have a job when I don't want the job and it's not going to be my life. How can I spend my life on a job? I was really, really angry and I was so depressed and I was so angry because I didn't know I was just there, you know, I'm still going to have a job and I have to pay and I, oh, and I didn't want to do it. And that was my nightmare, that kind of live a life doing what I don't want to do. I would rather die. That was me then, that's me now. Women's happiness is such a crazy thing because women love to kind of fight other women. Like for me, I love to raise women up. I love to help each other, but that is not common in body divisions, like body focus areas. And then I think about all these posts about the perfect mansion. You know, you see all these dream homes and I see how women are like, oh my God, I want that. And that's daydreaming, right? But it also says that that is the same daydreaming as you do with bodies. That what are you going to do? What is that going to be for you to have that dream home? I see it's going to be a lot of cleaning. I can tell all the dust is going to be under that rug. I just see all the maintenance because I can decipher a dream from that is not going to be my reality. If I have that reality, I would be overwhelmed cleaning the dream home mansion that other women are eyeing day in, day out and making the life mission to make happen to build your home that you're going to stand in and protect and somehow think you're going to have it for what? Until you went after your dad too, right? Because that's how we think. Secure yourself so you can always live forever. That's what you do with having kids, my friends. That's how you make sure that you keep on. I don't have any kids. What do I do? My work. My work is my child. So fight or that is my brainchild. Everything I put into you, you are my children. My word and what I say is how you know me. So if you listen to this, think about that. You can spend 10 minutes with me or you can spend 700 hours on my forever rant talk about the stuff you never have a time or even think about to think about. But I bring it up. Blessing in disguise and also be careful what you wish for. I make you think. Then what are you going to do with all your thinking, right? opening up a can of worms and that's why people are terrified about women who make other women happy and to think because a woman who thinks and who's happy is a dangerous happy dangerous woman for other people because she's not gonna take it anymore and what is gonna happen then because the women keep everything together is the one who I feel is a matriarchic way that we are coming from the woman we are not a male universe but we have been living in that kind so that's why i'm saying that why do women in general want to have a male coach why do women always want to have a patriarchic leader why do women want to endorse men to help them train to help them get lean and it must be the attraction right it must be that you want to be told you're sexy and that means a man's word is going to make you feel better for the moment until you realize but that's not going to last because in two years you're not young and cute anymore what value do you have then for the man again don't live your life for a man or for anyone but for yourself that's my principle it's not about you doing what i do but i want you to think for yourself Another interesting question I got today was the typically of 
when women try to say, well, I don't want to train with you, Pauline, because I don't want to get so lean. And that's when I'm going to tell you that don't worry about getting lean from training because that takes diet. And you can just skip my whole diet. You will never get lean from my training. So there you go. Problem solved. And then the last thing I want to kind of address today in this little uh, chat is if you never realize that all these things that your friends are talking about in diets and fats and the way they do it, fasting, macros, uh, you know, do whatever you do and keep on and tracking. If you forget that it's not when you are on point or that it doesn't work to do that, it's just you forget that you don't continue doing it. And that is when I want to just think about this. Why is there such a big obsession about fasting for the last 10 years or so? It's nothing new. We say breakfast means you're breaking the fast. We all do. Fasting was natural part of life because we didn't have food all the time. Now people have realized if you don't eat all the time, you're going to have more likeliness to get lean. Wow. So that is why. But do you think people want to hold on to this? That, hey, the reason why fasting can work is because you're just reducing the time opportunities you get to eat. That's why. Which means everyone stays fat usually because what are most people doing? Staying strong, staying strong, willpower, willpower with a flat belly, nothing in the belly because you want to fast until you have life happens and you get crazy hungry at night because you believe in willpower at that you can simply want to stay lean by choice and not even physically satiate your body. You think you got the power? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Who do you think you are? So you won't. So that's why everyone then feels so agitated and frustrated that you can't do it. Then you start over the next day. But before that, you know, you fatten up. So then you see the fasted cardio, the fasted training everyone talks about, but they never gain, they never lean out is, no, they're fueling it on the cheat day the day before that they didn't plan on because they weren't fasting, but they didn't fast, they broke. So they should have had breakfast to have some kind of really good rational thinking uh, ability left over, right? So, so the whole fasting obsession is, of course, there's so much product and so many brands that are making a lot of money on people never getting lean but just getting fat. And to keep on playing the game about the weight loss and writing Iliads and Odysseys about how the scale said this and then you did this and then that and then this and that, you know, and you're trying to make sense and all your friends are going to say, yeah, you should have a treat. <laughs> you're like, you shouldn't have a treat because you're going to die from pancreatic cancer if you don't stop eating all this like that. You know, like people, sometimes I wonder, like, what are people talking about body goals as in looks? I'm like, hey, that's like 5,000 years premature before that is something we can discuss. Because before you can get lean, you have to get rid of your visceral fat. You have to get into a normal, healthy body weight range. Because there's no such thing as a lean, strong, natural woman who is overweight on the scale. So that won't happen. So the fasting obsession is hilarious because everyone keeps on wanting it and just falls flat again. And then you're not even doing fasting cardio because you're just eating up or you're fueling up what you just had in junk the day before. So all your friends who keep on doing fasting and they're not getting leaner, make sure you humor them about how they're not fasting at all because they're always just tapping into the restored glycogen and intramuscular fat and you know, the liver glycogen and all that stuff. 
But hey, everyone loves to dream and never get succeed to uh, what they dream to make it real, right? Isn't the whole point to dream and never have it? Well, in my life, the whole thing was to have, I had a dream and I just had to make it my reality as fast as possible because I want to be happy right away. And that's why I say, don't come to me if you want to stay in that prison. Because I break out from that with you because there's nothing for you to gain there in happiness. There's nothing for you to keep on trying to enforce. Your whole attempt to try to force and police is a problem. You will never be free of your mind or body. You will never love your body if you can't love the lifestyle. And you cannot have the body that needs a lifestyle if you're not living it. So here it is for finally, you can't be fake and be real and be happy. Isn't it wonderful that your body just won't let it happen? So, to summarize this, I'm a female coach for women who want to feel empowered, confident, and do it on your terms for you. And that you're also doing it without the weird dream thinking you're gonna be 20 in a body. But you're gonna feel amazing. And also know that you are gonna understand that most life is after when you're so-called cute, perky, and young. Which means most of your life is gonna be where you're just gonna be older. And getting older and growing old and wise is the most beautiful thing in the world. For a woman in particular. So here is for me to think about more like, let's enjoy the youth. Like, look at the young, stunning bodies for what it is, right? But then also know how they will never feel happy if they can't know how to eat. And how did you feel when you were young, right? And how do you feel today? Most women have never learned how to get out of fitness toddler mentality around body and nutrition and health. So you never get to university level. Well, welcome to Fight of Nirvana with me in this life. It's here for you if you're ready to practice. It's everyday routine. It's that thing you need to do for yourself. To understand you can't rush through this, you can't speed it up, and it's not about losing fat for this time or to just get a little bit shape. No, this is a one-time investment that you'd make right now, commit to life, and that's it. That's how you have to do it. Well, that's how I do it anyway.